subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Russell Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell, and today I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hi, Pete. How are you Hello. today on the 13th of June? I'm okay, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Are you looking forward to giving your fiance lots of presents tomorrow for her birthday? Oh, just so, 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 so many presents. I've got loads of them. I've not got any podcast listeners. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. I'm going to have to get stuff. And get it sent out and just be like, it's coming soon. Oh, and you know, it's just pan- pandemic mail services, you know. Whoa, I know, yeah. I've, I've got the confirmation. I just don't know. I ordered it so many weeks ago. Exactly, yes. Yeah. I'm a terrible person. Anyway, we should get into talking about SmackDown, uh, where we're going to be talking firstly about AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan being the best bloody TV match of 2020. Here's the show. And we're going to be kicking things off today, talking about the Intercontinental Championship Tournament final match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, which was amazing. It was really, really good. Uh, There were reports that came out before this SmackDown when the match was taped that the match was so good that it actually made the the crowd that was there, the WWE NXT guys that were there, uh, actually kind of come alive because they'd been a bit sluggish through the show because obviously it's a long stint. They have to stand up and cheer and boo and... Uh, all that stuff, and they got to stand the whole time. It's a it's mm. a long day for them. But this match was so good that they actually got invested in it as audience members, and not just because they were paid to be there. And yes, it was that good. It was 
amazing. I, I loved this match. Interestingly, this weekend we've got Backlash, Greatest Show. And also, show. Come Alive is a song from The Greatest Showman. So it's all adding wow. up, Pete. Um, yeah. But truly, yes, no, this was a, a, it was so refreshing to mm. see a long wrestling match where there were uh, periods of offense for both people, long periods of offense where they kind of, they were, it looked like they were leading to one thing and the match actually ended with something else. I mean, for a long time, it was like, okay, they're both, they're both going for submissions here. I mean, Brian's been targeting the arm for ages. That's going to help with his LaBelle lock or the yes lock. And AJ is targeting the knee. That's going to help with his calf crusher. Crosser, calf crosser. Crosser. Um, so, yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. So this is going to be like a really technical match. And it was technical for most, for the, the vast majority of it. And it was only really the last kind of, the last few minutes where it got really kind of hard hitting and they were d- doing dives and flips and styles clashes and knees to the face and things and what have you. But yeah, it was just, it wasn't like, overly quick it wasn't it wasn't a, a sort of mile a minute match but it just you could just tell that these two people are just so good at their jobs and that the backstage producers went you've got half an hour and we kind of trust you off you yeah. go here's who's winning and that mm-hmm. was it so yeah, it was it was a brilliant match like you said so it's very psychological with that with you know working over the knee and the arm and not only did it, you know, soften them up for the yes lock and the calf crusher, respectively? But it also mm. damages their own finishes because Brian has the running yeah. knee and AJ has the phenomenal forearm. So it like it strengthens their own finishes and weakens the other one as well. At the same mm. time, it was it was really really smart. Um, and yeah, it was just it was just so refreshing, like you said, to have this long technical match. It went through, I think, three ad breaks. Four. It was a really long match. Four ad breaks. It was a really long match. And uh, yeah, it, it was just so, so fun to watch. And then I think the finish was great as well. Uh, Brian had this kind of hot comeback, was lining up for the uh, for the running knee. Styles just picked him up into like powerbomb position from the running knee and instantly just dropped him into the Styles clash, which was great. Um, and then he just kind of rolled off it. He didn't go for a pin attempt off it or anything. Mm. He just kind of rolled off it, went to the ropes, and just hit the phenomenal forearm and just won, which yeah, I, was I thought like, was oh. brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant move to have him win like this because there could have been so much scope for heel shenanigans from mm. AJ or, you know, Drew Gulak gets involved and accidentally costs Brian or something like that that could mm. protect Brian and defeat. But they they didn't. They just had AJ win. And it makes him look so much better for it. It's a great way to build him up if they're still going to, you know, potentially continue this whole Undertaker thing that was still happening post Mania and into Money in the Bank. Uh, you know, it's a great way to build him back up as a legitimate competitor who can you just reckon, beat a guy like Daniel Bryan. You reckon Undertaker's going to go for the IC Championship? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, AJ, I want that title. <laughs> Um, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was great to have AJ just win clean. I thought it was a great decision, made him look great. The match was fantastic. I, I can't praise it enough. It was so, yeah. so good. And it elevated the whole show because it took up so much of the show. Like my rating of the show has gone up by a whole point yeah. based on how good this <laughs> match was. The rest of the show was pretty pants. I mean, it was, uh, it was fine. There were some yeah, bad points well. for sure. Um, um, there were some yeah, other decent but points, but I, this I, was so you know, good. 
I love is a counter into a Stars Clash. Remember the stomp counter mm. that he did on Seth Rollins? It was just like, yeah. oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that without everyone dying? Yeah. Um, and there's another one. I mean, this was probably a bit more kind of straightforward. Like Brian still had to get a lot of elevation to get his legs over AJ's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those Brian's going for the knees, and it just. Yeah, it was great. And yeah, it was a really Brilliant. sudden finish, but actually like a no, he just he beat Daniel Bryan. He didn't yeah. he didn't cheat at any there was really no cheating at any point. Uh no. I can remember. There was there wasn't even like an eye rake or a, a thumbs mm-hmm. or a hair pull or anything. There was like a I think it was like a throat chop, but I don't think that's against the rules or anything like that. So uh yeah, just yeah. A, a clean win and we've got a new IC champion mm. and Frankly, he is my favorite champion on the brand now. I, I, I'm losing yeah. interest in Braun. Oh, totally. I, I lost interest in Braun when he won the title, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this match. And I think AJ's IC champ could be really good. And I'm hoping, because of the way this story went, with Drew Gulak pinning AJ the week prior... I'm hoping that Gulak is going to be AJ's first contender. And then you kind of got the Brian influence there at the same time while mm. having a different challenger. I think it'd be really cool. There was yeah. a great spot in the match as well where Brian, uh, AJ was going for the Styles Clash and Brian did the same counter that Gulak did into the same mm. roll up that Gulak did. But AJ kicked out of it. It was like, oh, he's learned from the last time. And he's yeah. like, you like know, he, he got better, like, it, which was great. It's good to say, it's good when heels go, I'm smart. And then they're actually smart. Not, and they're smart. I'm yeah. smart. Uh, duh, duh. Uh, yeah. And then they're actually just get rolled up three times like everyone does. But um, no, it's, it's good to see that he's actually backing up uh, his mm-hmm. words. And yeah, I I'm, I purposely, because often I will know who won the match before I watch the show, just because mm-hmm. of the nature of my job. But yeah, I made sure that I didn't on this one. Um, and I, honestly, I thought, I don't know why, but I thought Brian was going to win. Um, but then, yeah, it just, it just kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, really, really good stuff. My only gripe with it was that <clears throat> why wasn't it the main event? Yeah, I did feel a bit like a kind of, this is the middle. It was like when you put the, uh, it was like the Kofi Gauntlet matches from last year where mm-hmm. they sort of, it was that you had like two segments and then a Gauntlet match and then you had another hour and a half. And it was like, who chose this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it, this just yeah. felt like, especially because before the match, they had a really great video package that put over how important the Intercontinental Championship was and the prestige that it has behind it and all the amazing people that have held the title in the past and how important it was. And then yeah. they just didn't have it as the main event. It felt like such a big-time match, and they gave it the big fight feel, and they gave it you know, four ad breaks, they gave it this really long runtime and a great technical match, but they just didn't follow through on where it should be on the card. And especially because, yeah. you know, it wasn't like there was a massive angle in the in the main event or anything like that. It was just a main event, and it definitely could have been changed changed out. So I, d- I don't get why it wasn't the main event. That's my only gripe with the match, because I thought it was perfect in every other regard. Yeah, so great. Um, I think easily in the kind of COVID era, it's it's got to be up there with with one of the best matches. I know there have been some great ones on 
on like double or nothing and there were, and there were some great ones that uh are just on aw dynamite tv but yeah i think in terms of wwe tv matches certainly the ones that i've seen i can't remember a better one better one since the kind of the start of lockdown As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's now time for us to say thank you to some very what special a people. And that, and, and that is our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. Uh, if you've not been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, we've got a really cool new perk for our $50 backers and above. Uh, we've got an exclusive Pledge Hammer t-shirt, which you can get for no extra cost, which looks really, really cool. Um, and of course, loads of other bonus content. We've got a review of uh, Dominion from 2018 coming up soon for WrestleTalk Extra. We've got the Drunk Cast, WrestleTalk After Dark. And if you pledge at the 25 and above uh, $25 and above level, you get your own custom wrestling name and it gets shouted out on a show much like this one. So thank you to Will Land Party Landrum. Ah, thank you. The fan man, Dan Rutledge. Woo! Thank you very much. How do you like them apples, Marcel Jura? Oh, it's Lovely Marcel. Stuff. Thank you. Great. 
They drew first blood, not me, Grace Rambo. Lovely stuff. What a brilliant surname. Thank you very much. The long con, Josh Conley. Oh, thank you. Former star athlete, now head coach, Lendell Brentson. Hell yeah, now the head coach. Harder than its bites, Sean Barksdale. The mayor of Painesville, Dan. Dan, yes, thank you. Liam Millsummer Murders. Oh, nice. Sean of the Dead, Peril. Yes, thank you very much. Robert Spencer, period. Woo! And finally, just incredible, Edelhart. You did not just roll your R, Datsun. You did not just roll your R. How dare you? You've been banned from rolling R. Anyway, thank you very much to all our fight family. We should get into talking about the rest of the show. Uh, which kicked off with a very interesting segment. This was reported previously. This was leaked uh, a couple of days before yeah, SmackDown. Leaked. So I, I knew it was coming. Great choice of words. Um, and this was the contract signing between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. So uh, Sheamus comes out first. Renee Young introduces him and oh, Sheamus right. comes out first. And uh, he's flanked by four bodyguard people and a doctor. Mm. We'll get on to the doctor in a minute, but he comes out with this with this doctor, and then Jeff Hardy comes out, and he comes out with like a little private booth thing that they set up in the ring, and uh, and Sheamus essentially demands that Jeff Hardy takes a urine test before he signs the contract, uh, before their match of backlash to prove oh, that no, he's not Sheamus. done any, any alcohol. You're or in pills. trouble. No, that's bad. You're in I, trouble. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, you know that guy was a doctor because he was wearing a light, uh, a uh, white lab coat, and and he had doctors, a stethoscope. Yeah, all doctors always wear those. Um, yeah. my uh, my girlfriend is is soon to be a PhD, and I imagine as soon as she becomes a doctor, then I will just have to deal with the fact that she's going to walk around with a stethoscope all the time. Mm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She'll just constantly be checking for your, yeah. your heartbeat. Pulse and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, they, he demanded a urine test. Hardy was like, this is ridiculous, but you know what? If it's going to mean that I get my hands on you at Backlash, then sure, I'll do it. And he went into the little private booth thing with the doctor and he did the urine test, which was yeah. definitely urine. 100%. Yeah, because clearly Jeff Hardy's penis is a beer tap because that <laughs> stuff was... It was just a, it was just a pint of lager, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. And also, so there was luminous. tons of it, <laughs> or it was apple juice, possibly. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Jeff had been really, he's, he was really dehydrated, but he had a lot of pee. <laughs> but he had a lot because yeah. that was dehydrated pee, and there was tons of it. But um, I, think, I guess they had to make it look like that to make the next spot. Totally funny, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Seamus just bloody loves the word junkie at the minute, that's his word of the day. And uh, and then uh, Jeff Hardy says this really weird line, which gets like bleated out of the thing. And he said, It's better to be pissed off than pissed on, yeah. I was like, That's that's not a good line, but okay. And then he just grabs the urine and chucks it in Seamus's face. Um, and Seamus, to be fair, Seamus sells it really well. He sold um, it like he'd like he'd had acid thrown on him. 
it's yeah. like it was burning his skin. It was uh, quite amusing, actually. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's just it's just not the it's not a good segment. It's, it's, I'm yeah, sorry. It's, 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 it's just not, not. It's not fair. It's not. You you can see Vince McMahon at backstage. Ha 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 ha. This is the funniest thing he's ever seen. But for anyone with a with a mental age over four, uh, it was kind of okay. Yeah. Uh, bit of eye rolling, my, bit of okay. My, this is where my my favorite bit was uh, Seamus going, "Well, you know that the uh, the urine sample takes twenty four hours to to get done, and then the segment afterwards, the doctor comes in and goes, Seamus, it was it was negative. <laughs> it was negative. It's like wow, that was that really was quick. quick. Yeah, it was so dumb, and especially because what did he test? All of the urine went on to Seamus. No, what, he was he, he had a stick in it for a bit. Yeah, he had a stick. That's not how the tests were. It was they it was a pregnancy test. Away. God, yeah, he's doing the bloody litmus test in, in some pee to figure he out if it's swapping. Jesus, yeah. it was bad. It it was just bad. And uh, but I think the funniest thing about the whole segment though was the doctor himself because <laughs> because I know this doctor, mm. I know him, not personally. We've not met. But I've seen him in other things. They they recruited him from somewhere else. So I'm just going to play a little clip of something that I've seen on YouTube of this doctor being a doctor somewhere else on YouTube. Ligma. Ligma, what you ask? Ligma balls. <laughs> I love that so much. He's just the best. It's so good because this dude is a running joke in my friend group. And the instant mm. he came on screen, I was like, oh, it's the guy that we laugh at all the time. Oh, God, he's the best. I That that Please. whole video is so good. Like, uh, oh, I so am good. I am a Redditor. And so, uh, therefore, mm. I have seen many Ligmas. But I, I've never oh. seen... Is that the original Ligma? Or is that just him doing it? I don't it? know. I think that's just him doing it. But, double yeah. Dab. It's, uh, yeah, it's quite the video and it's just hilarious to me that they found this guy on fiverr apparently you can hire him on fiverr and they got him to come in to do to play a straight doctor hey, when he's, he's been a, doctor. a mean doctor before uh which i thought was hilarious um but, but uh yeah after that yeah he, he goes to seamus backstage is washing himself and he lets him know that the results are negative and seamus is like oh no my plans um which to me Seems like if Seamus is legitimately like shocked that Hardy has passed these tests, seems mm. to suggest to me that there is another attacker that is yet to be revealed. I don't think it's Seamus. I think Seamus is actually innocent in the innocent. Sami Zayn could be Sami Zayn, Eric Rowan's twin, Re a returning Rowan, yeah, uh, Beaker from yeah, uh, whatever it is. Um... Oh, Tormund. Uh, Giants Bane from uh, yeah yeah that's true from Game of Thrones. Uh, Ron Weasley, Ron Weasley, any of the Weasleys really? Any of the Weasleys. Uh, yeah. Although I'm not sure any of them are ever described as having a beard. They're um, not described as it, but you know, with lockdown, you know, maybe Ron is given a beard by Hermione when they go into Diagon Alley in the seventh that's one. True. Um, yeah. That is yeah, when true. he is Dragomir Despard. Um, you know that good god anywho we're getting sidetracked here uh yeah i think seamus is going to reveal another attacker also another attacker will be revealed at some point maybe with the hacker 
maybe that's something they could reveal. Where is the hacker? They've not been on SmackDown yeah, for ages. I, that, that feels like that's going to be added to the WrestleTalk.com list uh, of storylines that were randomly dropped. Yeah. Well, there was a report a while back of a storyline that had been delayed because it was very important to have fan reaction with it. So they're waiting for live crowds to come back before the storyline continues. I guess I'm thinking it might sense. be the hacker. I don't know. Because an, an unveiling is not that interesting if it's just a bunch of people who are being paid to be excited. Mm. Uh, yes, exactly. You, yeah. you don't want it to be someone and then you just all you've got is Jessamine Duke going... Ah, yeah. the whole time. Yes, exactly. Um, but anyway, I'm sure that will be revealed at some point. Uh, after that, we got a uh, New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura, mm -hmm. um, which was essentially a match to position Cesaro and Nakamura as new challenges for the New Day because it looks like the Forgotten Sons push is being halted. forgotten. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I think is a good choice, regardless, um, just because uh, not only because of Jackson Riker's comments that he made on Twitter, but also oh, just God. because of the because of the nature of their gimmick, because they are very militaristic and they'd be facing the New Day, I think it's a very smart choice to yeah, and pull, also, pull that push. And if just... Jackson Riker is a massive bigot, sorry, if he is, uh, then you don't really want him to go up against Big E and Kofi Kingston, who have in the past week done an incredibly emotional podcast about like racism and discrimination. Mm -hmm. You don't want someone who supports president trump facing them and perhaps beating them um yeah yeah exactly so, honestly i wouldn't obviously it's bad for um the other guys in forgotten sons but i i would not care if jackson Ryker yeah. was never seen on uh, i mean yeah regardless this is just a, just a good choice to yeah. do a different team have cesaro nakamura come in and they actually beat new day in this match as well uh, as Kingston's going for a crossbody, yeah. Nakamura gets the knees up and manages yeah. to to roll up Kingston and uh, position them as as essentially probably new number one contenders, it, potentially even at Backlash. So yeah, it, I, it, I, it I, appears I, to be sorry. a thing on Smack on SmackDown that champions lose quite a lot. Um, yeah, I'm not that keen on it because uh, the New Day have lost a lot recently as well. I mean, they lost against Forgotten Sons and things. Um, but I mean, they, they started the match by by taking a knee and kind of doing a sort of a, a Black Lives Matter thing, which is really nice to see. And I don't know if you great. saw afterwards, but they were wearing armbands which had like Breonna Taylor's name on it and things like that. So that was that was really cool. And it, it's great that no matter what you think of Vince McMahon and stuff, they they are allowing these things to happen because you, you can you can bet your your house on the fact that they would have needed uh, someone to give them the go ahead for this. Yes. Um, so at least at least they're letting that happen. Um, yes. Which but is yeah, so the, the finish came off of a kind of Kofi was going for a dive thing, and Nakamura kind of put one knee up and managed to mm. roll him roll him over because uh, obviously the roll up is a very uh, effective move on SmackDown. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if in the next sort of twenty four hours we got a oh, and on Sunday a backlash we're going to get this match because I think there's only seven matches so far announced for backlash. Yeah. Um, yeah, after that, uh, we got, um, yeah, it was the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match, which took up the vast majority of the show, which, mm -hmm. you know, it takes a while. Um, but I still don't get why that wasn't the main event. Uh, but then we got a recap of Ms. Morrison trying to annoy Braun from last week. 
And uh, I thought Braun's promo here was okay. It was it was a, a solid Braun promo. Is the bar for Braun? I think the bar for Braun promos is pretty low, but I thought this was better. I think it started off a bit rocky, but by the end of it, basically he needs to keep it short. And when he does his super deep, intimidating voice, it can be quite intimidating. So just do that more because it was like he was saying because it's it was going to be a six man tag match in the main event of Braun and Heavy Machinery. Hello Tucker uh, against Dolph Ziggler and Miz and Morrison. And he's basically saying, hey, I've, I've been down this road before. If Otis tries anything funny, I don't mind obliterating some heavy machinery, was like his final yeah. line. But he did it super deep voice, super intimidating. It's like, just do that bit and don't have yeah. any everything that came before. And it would yeah. be a good promo. It was weird because it, it sort of started as an advert for the rest of the show. He's like, yeah. right, so next up we've got this and then we've got that in the main event. And earlier we had this. It's like, okay. Um, <laughs> Just put, just flash it up if you want us to to know that. Uh, but yeah, if if it was just cut it in half and do that last bit where he kind of talks about beating things up because he's a he's a beefcake. Uh, yeah, um, uh, and then uh, Tucker's back from somewhere. Yeah, uh, Mandy comes in to wish Otis luck, and then they're interrupted by Seamus and Jeff still fighting, uh, and. In comes the shouty lady ref, uh, who's just going, <laughs> and she actually makes an appearance later in the show doing the exact same thing. So that's fun. Mm, very fun. Um, after that, we got a recap of Bliss and Cross versus Bailey and Banks from last week. And then we got a celebration uh, from Banks and Bailey of their uh, women's tag team title win. I like Bailey's over the top celebration, I think it's quite funny. Her just being really over the top with her celebrating and getting all in Michael Cole's face and taking a selfie, but not actually having Michael Cole in the picture. I thought it's just it was just good. I liked it. Um, yeah. They did the the classic heel. We told you so promo um, from them winning, just being like, we we're told you friends. we're great. We're best friends, etc. Bailey wrote a poem about Banks, but they get interrupted by uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, who come down to the ring and say something. I've not written down what they said, but I don't think they, it was important. No, uh, Nikki just said, uh, me and Alexa love a good party. And then they are almost in interrupted almost immediately. I did think that the, 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 I quite liked the stage, the staging that they'd done, because it just looked mm -hmm. like a really cheap like high school prom. Yeah, um, with all the balloons and, and it's stuff. just it great. tacky and kind of like, but it, it kind of works for their gimmick. And then almost they're almost immediately interrupted by the iconics who say yeah. some stuff about beating them, uh, and completely forget to mention that they were pinned themselves on Raw. Uh, but it would, be bit, it, it would be a bit silly if they had said that. So that was fine, and it's going to be. Uh, oh, and then. Uh, Alexa and Nikki beat down Sasha and Sh uh, Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, um, and we've got the six uh, six woman tag tomorrow. No, I'd like triple threat tag tomorrow mm -hmm. at uh, at Backlash. Yeah, uh, we got another uh, Matt Riddle video package again. Uh, right. He's still coming. Apparently, he's going to be on next week. So after Backlash, Matt Riddle's coming to SmackDown, which is cool. Don't know what he's going to do, but I'm kind of nervous. And then we got the main event of uh, Miz and Morrison and Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Braun Strowman and Heavy Machinery. Um, Miz and Morrison did a promo backstage uh, just before the match, which leads us into our SmackDown, Smackdown highlight, highlight of, the, of week. the week, everybody. 
because Kayla Braxton came in to introduce Miz and Morrison for their backstage promo. And the way they introduced themselves really tickled me. So here we go. But now, please welcome my guests, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. <laughs> I, I, it just really tickles me. It's the way that Morrison kind of like slides in. She's like, hey, hey, coming in from side side. And Miz comes Especially in from the other side. Because they slimed Kayla last week, so. They did, yeah. She mm. seemed very okay with that for some reason. Um, but anyway, uh, they get it's interrupted. They try to debut a new song. It gets interrupted mm. by Braun Strowman's entrance somehow. And uh, yeah. and then he, don't think about it too much. He makes his way down to the ring and then it's time for the main event. Uh, I think it's great to have Tucker back, but it's a shame it wasn't more of a big deal. I thought it yeah, would have been like, Tucker, whoa, I'm back. Tucker's really good. He's, He's really, really good. good. Um, but this match was just more of the Mandy... It looks like we've got another. It looks like we've got Baron Corbin against Otis is a feud now, I guess. Um, or Baron Corbin and Dolph against Heavy Machinery, or, or something like that. Seems to be yeah. a feud. Um, again, another another one. I wouldn't be surprised if we had Otis versus Baron on the pre-show tomorrow, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. So it was a fine match. It was basically built around. Braun and Otis being big and running into things uh, and Tucker being good. Uh, yeah, at one point, uh, Baron Corbin comes up on the Titantron and is kind of talking to Mandy Rose, which distracts Otis, who runs up towards the back, beats up Baron Corbin, and then just immediately comes back. There was no kind yeah. of... So, tell you what, I've got something to say about this one because I thought that Corbin coming up and Otis leaving was a masterstroke of booking. I thought it Mm. was genius booking because it does so many things at the same time because it furthers the Otis and Corbin feud that's apparently we're getting now. It's yet another time where Otis has abandoned Tucker if that sort of, you know, implosion of head machinery ever happens. That's another kind of level to it of Otis just leaving Tucker behind. It gives the baby faces who at that point in the six-man tag, were very dominant. It makes mm. them the underdogs in the match because it's three on two. And that then mimics the handicap match that's happening at Backlash with Miz and Morrison against Braun. I was like, it's accomplished so much in one little move. I was like, that's such perfect booking. That's great. Otis goes back and brawls with Corbin. Cool, that's him out the match. That's going to put Braun and Tucker on the on the defensive. Tucker's going to get pinned. Tucker's going to be annoyed at Otis because he left him. And Braun's yeah. going to have a loss because of the numbers game, which mimics Backlash. But then Otis just came back and undid all of that work. And I was like, wow, immediately. thanks, guys. He comes back and just kind of goes, oh, cool. Gets up on the apron, goes, hot tag, please. Gets it, runs wild. Braun does his run around the ring. Otis hits a caterpillar on Ziggler and wins. I was like, guys, you almost had it. It was right there. That would have been really good. But yeah. no, they, they, they ruined it, unfortunately. Um, yes. Yeah, it but... was it was strange. It was just. It was just like, why was that the main event? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why was that but... the main event? And they, they keep teasing throughout the shows as well that Otis, Otis is going to cash in on Braun. I think they're overly doing it. Otis is not going to cash in on Braun. I think he's going to cash in for a tag title, and it's going to be, it's going to be, him and Tucker standing tall after the after the Money in the Bank cash in. They they keep doing this Otis Braun thing, and both times it's just been. Otis and Braun stand tall together. Well, hey, constantly. They're both big. Yeah, yeah. which is really annoying, honestly. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, so before we started this, Matt, you were talking about what Mad Riddle is going to do. I think mm. he's probably going to beat a enhancement talent. 
it will totally. go because that's what they do on SmackDown. They go, here's a new guy. Here's him beating someone not very difficult. Yes. Um, that's why I'm scared. <laughs> I, either that, I think I think that's the most likely, or I guess AJ could come out and go, oh, I'm not going to give any handouts. Uh, and then Matt Riddle comes out. And like, that's much better. That would be amazing. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, but once again, why wasn't Brian and AJ the main event? Doesn't make any sense. It's so much better than everything this main event was. But hey-ho. Mm. So that was SmackDown. Uh, overall, I I thought it was a fine go-home show. It built the feuds effectively. There just wasn't like a good like killer mm. cliffhanger angle that you really need for a go-home show. However... AJ versus Brian was amazing, and it was by far the longest thing on the show. So that alone, I think, elevated to a four out of five, like a low four out of five for me. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was amazing. It was that good for me. While that was really good, I still can't give. I, it still doesn't make up for the rest of the show being a bit stunted. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a three, uh, but I'm not saying that it was a bad show. I just think that uh, they they called. Uh, building to the greatest show <laughs> tomorrow night. Um, but we're going to be doing something now that we looked at uh, on our Twitter account. Uh, we actually tweeted out because uh, SmackDown writer Krista Joseph was fired recently. So there's a spot open as a SmackDown writer. So we put it out on our Twitter at WrestleTalk underscore TV. Uh, if you were going to be a SmackDown writer, what storyline would you pitch uh, so Randy, I believe you've got some of the uh, some I've, of your favourites. I've got um, some here. Um, yeah. So uh, first, Owen Roach simply says, "All of the released wrestlers invade SmackDown and take over the show." So that's all of the people that who were released be, a few weeks ago. That would actually be kind of funny. That would be great. However, it wouldn't happen. No, can you, can you imagine like Epico Colon running in? <laughs> everyone going, "Oh my god, it's Epico!" I mean, um, just I'm just thinking of like the forces behind like Rusev, who comes in and like leads the charge, would be really a cool visual. Um, so yeah, thank you for that suggestion. I thought that was pretty um, cool. Eric Kolunga says uh, I would begin Charlotte's descent into madness, where she will begin to lose against everyone and become something like Joker Sting, just to have her really become hardcore until Be Be Becky comes back to try and save her, so they can be tag champs for a bit started well and then you turned and then you made charlotte and becky tag champs yeah yeah i like the first bit descent into mm. madness i think is a great story especially for someone like charlotte who's been so kind of uh arrogant through her whole run and just being like i'm charlotte, the best charlotte sting rather than bailey sting exactly yeah mm. uh but someone who's been so very much like i'm the best no one can compete with me i'm the queen everyone must bow down for her to go on like a losing streak i think is a really cool story to tell and that should be a story at some point i don't think they will because they don't want charlotte to lose but i think it'd be a really cool story you lost me when she came back and had the text reps with becky but still a cool suggestion yeah uh, Adam uh, at Pointed Four says McMahon blows up in another limo and reappears a week later, all dressed in white, really awakened. He's all of a sudden really ethical and wants to turn the company around to encourage good and criticizes greed. He praises other wrestling companies and starts a union for talent. Hmm. <laughs> Somehow I don't think you'd get the job at SmackDown, no. unfortunately. Just something about it. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Just something about it just doesn't quite ring true, I don't think, for what Vince McMahon's ideals are, you know? 
Uh, and lastly, uh, we've got King of Hearts at BMD2778. Uh, Shane returns and starts single-handedly winning every single title, uh, one after another, no cheating, just beating everyone clean with his sweaty hands after winning all the men's titles. A new female wrestler's debuts. Her name is Shania, <laughs> who proceeds to win all the women's titles. Uh, oh, or as he's God. written several times, Tittle, which actually I prefer. <laughs> he's going to win all the titles. Uh, um, that's so, a yeah. horrible suggestion, but thanks. To be honest, that's more likely. That's more likely than Vince McMahon coming back as some kind of, uh, yeah, awakened exalted being. one. Some might mm. call them. Um, sorry to everyone who couldn't include that. You there were literally hundreds of these things. Um, so perhaps we can we can revisit next week if no one's been uh, no one's filled that that position. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but thank you for all your tweets uh, on that as well. Make sure to go follow us at WrestleTalk underscore TV. You might be doing more of these at some point if you want to get your own shout out on this show. So, Randall, yesterday, mm. uh, as part of The Office, we started playing a little game because normally on a Friday afternoon, we like to start playing. We, we'd like to do something fun because to keep mm. spirits up during lockdown, it can get a bit lonely. And especially for someone like, you know, for a little while for yourself, you couldn't see anyone because you were literally yes. living by yourself. Uh, it can get a little bit isolated. So we're like, we're going to have enforced fun on a Friday afternoon. Uh, yesterday, we decided to play Diplomacy. We did. Which none of us have played before, I believe, except for Adam. Uh, for those who don't know, very brief rundown. Basically, it's World War One time. You're trying to take over the world, and you can do that by making alliances with other people and then backstabbing them, and you know, taking over the world that way. But basically, if you don't make allies, you're not going to get anywhere because mm. everyone else so is already a lot made like risk. A lot um, like risk, but instead of rolling dice and things, uh, between each turn, you. Uh, take 10 minutes to talk to everyone else who's playing secretly and try and figure out who's telling you the truth, who's mm -hmm. lying, trying to kind of make bargains, saying, look, if you help me get this, I'll let you have that, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, and it's hilarious because you'll be getting, uh, for example, I'll get a message from Laurie saying, oh, Rich has just told me that he's going to, betray you he's gonna pretend to be your friend and then i'll get a message from rich saying laurie's just told me he's gonna betray you <laughs> but don't worry i'm really really truthful mm -hmm. um and there was one point in the in the match where i could i had offers from three different people all saying the same thing but also the opposite thing mm. um and i had to decide whether laurie was telling the truth Rich was telling the truth or Adam was telling the truth. And it turned out they were all telling me the truth. Yeah. But I had to backstab one of them. And I, I chose Adam because I thought that it would be <laughs> the funniest thing. And then it turned out that everyone was, was going to backstab Adam. It all uh, just transpired so beautifully. Brilliant moment. Because you have to do all your moves simultaneously. Like it all mm. happens at the same time. So you'll have to kind of say what moves you're doing in advance. And it just transpired that as we went around to say who was doing what, it was like, okay, I'm going to move my piece into Warsaw. Adam was like, are you now? 
he's like, I oh. think I can see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, all of my chats were, look, you better not be lying, because if I do this and you're lying, I'm going to be screwed. Screwed, yeah. Um, and luckily, it just turned out that everyone wanted to attack Adam. Yeah, um, except for so me and Luke, who are off busy doing, doing our own it. thing. I know, but I'm a bit wary. I'm a bit wary of you. Rich, Rich has told me to be wary of you. Because well, uh, can you really trust Rich though? He he said that I should take Scandinavia, and then and I'm sort of letting you wiggle into it. Um, what I'm doing is just making sure that my borders are surrounded, just in case you or Laurie decide to mm. betray me suddenly. Um, so what I've you mean betray? My... I've not made any deals with you yet. No, I know, I know. Well, I know you have. I've, I've, I've let you take Scandinavia. And the thing <laughs> is, I, I know that no one's listening to this from the from the t team. So uh, we we can we can talk plainly here. But like, <laughs> I, so I put a ship into the Black Sea because as much as I'm siding with Laurie at the moment, I don't trust Laurie at all. Oh no. Not at he all. He is no. the least trustworthy person in the entire group. I mean, he is El Fakador, I know. However, mm. when he's Laurie, he is the opposite. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, we only played like, you know, about an hour's worth of it yesterday. So we've still got a ways to go. We've frozen the game until the next time we play, whatever it may be. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll be continuing that. So expect more updates on the uh, mm. on the SmackDown podcast about our ongoing office game of diplomacy. And, and um, of course, Pete, well done on again coming last at Quizzlemania, which was pretty impressive much. considering that you were quite a way ahead in third uh, at one you say point. A way ahead. You I were a few like points. A point ahead. Uh, and then the last round was. The worst round that's ever happened. I would have done it exactly. I, to be honest, I would have done worse brutal. than you. I think it was brutal. Uh, yeah, I didn't know anything. It's it's just one of those things where it just highlighted all of like my blind spots in wrestling. It was it would just came to all the things that I didn't know anything about. And granted, mm. there's probably a lot of other topics I don't know a lot about. But it just so happened I don't know. WCW is such a big blind spot for me because I've never watched it ever no. like full stop I did obviously I was too young growing up to you know I missed the Monday Night Wars so I wasn't watching during that yeah, and WCW, then I've just I've heard yeah. about it retroactively that's all yeah WCW died before I was pretty much conscious um <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just never anything I, I I've I've watched um and I that the the movies that the the WWE ones it's like I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to tell you that you don't deserve to be on Quizzlemania, Pete. You don't deserve uh, your, your job, you know. Why are you even here? I mean, you should know everything that ever happened in wrestling, Pete. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of that uh, yeah. after Quizzlemania, yeah. People to be like, you don't deserve this job. You you suck, etc. Why are you even hired? And to you, I say, screw you. Uh, anyway, let's talk about uh, Snacklash. It's that time again, people. Got a lot more emails uh, this week about your unusual snack choices that to other people would be revolting, but you stand by it and say, no, this is tasty. This is delicious mm. stuff. Um what kicked this off was Randy Andy Datsun revealing that he has salt and vinegar crisps and milk 
which is weird, but he stands by it. Um, so we've got one here from Chavy D. Great name. Uh, I have a weird craving for, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, mint sauce and egg mayonnaise sandwich, no butter. Sorry, wait. Just so, no, when he says egg mayonnaise, does he just mean mayonnaise or does he mean egg and mayonnaise? As in like egg mayo, I would assume. Okay, and mint sauce. And mint sauce. I mean, it could work. I'm not. I'm not outwardly going. That's yeah. Disgusting. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rule that out. I just. I. I don't yeah. really. I'm not that big on the flavor. Like fresh mint. I. I like mint flavored things. Mm. But uh, when f- just like fresh leaf mint is in things, I. I find. I can find it quite off putting. Um, yes, agreed. Mint sauce is lovely though. Mint Bloody sauce with lemon sauce. things. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's. Look. It could work. It's weird, but it, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it can't work. Yeah, uh, I, exactly. I actually think that could uh, could work. It could work. However, this next one might get a little bit weirder. I've just had a quick look at what they've said. It's a bit weird. This one comes in from uh, Florian, uh, who says, "Hi, Pete and co-host, probably Randall Keith Datsun. As a longtime Wrestle Talk fan, I've always thought about what to write to you guys about. I've sent two emails in the last years, but never managed to think of something interesting to ask or say or whatever. But now it's finally my time. I have a snack clash that everybody else seems to resent. Toast with salami and Nutella. See, this is okay. This is another one of those salty chocolate things. Yes. Because everyone seems to like putting salty, savoury snacks into chocolate. And Mm. while salami is obviously meaty and fatty and stuff, it is the the overriding flavour is salt. Um, So, again, it's not something that I would do. I wouldn't, like... Mm. I'm assuming you spread Nutella and then you sort of layer the salamis on top. Lay the salami on, yeah, yeah. Um... It can work. I have you Nutella sandwiches. See, I have Nutella sandwiches, but I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd put salami uh, with milk. Um, of course, with milk. But the thing is that chocolate and milk is a... Oh, totally. I think, I think, I think yeah. that one's allowed. Yeah, um, what else do I... Oh, I have... Uh, my, my weird sandwich that people don't get, although when I made it for someone once, they were like, oh, okay, this is actually quite nice, was uh, liver pate and mm. cucumber. Uh, it's not that people... strange. I know, I know, I it's not say. that strange. But, but I think people just as soon as you hear the word liver pate, because most pate, I hate to break it to people, is liver pate. Is liver? Just, yeah. <laughs> just because it says pate and doesn't say liver pate, it's probably still liver. If you're going to get a pate from the supermarket, I guarantee it's got liver in it. Um, yeah. Thing is, I wouldn't eat a liver, but I bloody love liver pate. I know that anyway. Weird. Let's get back on track here, because it's not just about you, Datsun. Uh, Florian continues uh, in his email saying, uh, it kind of, you know, justifying the combination Mm -hmm. of salami and Nutella, saying, just the salty taste of the salami with the sweet and soft Nutella just always jammed my jam. Uh, I've got another one, though. I'm not quite sure if it qualifies, because it's pretty lame. Spoilers, it does not qualify. Uh, Stacking up two or more flavors of Pringles as a sandwich and eating them. That's just eating Pringles. That... Yeah. Although, yeah. again, I probably wouldn't do it. So, would you not enough. have multiple flavors of Pringles at once? No. Oh, oh, what? Which flavors do you think would go? It's Pringles, isn't it? Just shove them together. See what works. I don't know. What are your thoughts on uh, sour cream and onion? 
Pringles. It's good. Very good. Because I can eat about five of them. I don't mind them, but as soon as I eat about five, I feel quite ill. There's mm. something quite sickly about them. Well, it is sour cream, so, you know, mm. maybe it's that. Exactly. Um, we'll do one more. Oh, we'll finish off the email from Florian, and we'll do one more snack lash, and then we'll get out of here. Um, uh, Florian continues to say, anyways, hope you guys are doing okay uh, doing uh, during these weird and unsure times, and also hope that all works out how I planned it, so I can visit you next year or so when I have my obligatory stay in England for my English studies. Much love from Germany. Florian. Thanks very much, Florian. That would be awesome <laughs> if you can... Florian Yep, that's it. Harry Potter reference. Um, we've uh, got one uh, from Matthew who emails in to say, Hi, Pete and Randy, hopefully. Uh, I've been listening for about two years now and decided this story works for the Snack Lash, greatest show, etc. segment of the podcast. Uh, I'm a writer and I'm usually up after midnight tinkering with ideas or screenplays I'm working on. On such nights, I toddle to the kitchen and make myself a black olive sandwich. Did we did we read this one yesterday? Uh, yesterday, last week? No, I can't remember. Okay. Black olive sandwich. See, I don't like olives. Oh, I hate olives. Uh, I take a tin of black olives, lay them all on some bread, and squash them under another slice. I love them and would eat them all the time if I could. But going outside is scary now, and buying hundreds of black olives isn't very essential. Um, also, here's where you might hate me. I drink the juice that the olives are living in. I don't know why, but it's always been tasty. Hope you're not hope you're not too repulsed. Thank you so much for all the great content you guys put out. Love Quizomania. It's a lovely time with the boys. Stay safe and jam that jam, Matt. Uh, Matthew, please yeah, never no, email in again. That, that was repulsive. Is, that is the worst one we've had today by far. I don't like olives. Olive sandwich sounds awful. And the and olive the juice olive is juice? even worse. See, that's, I know, pe I know people. I know people who will eat pickles out of a jar and then drink the pickle juice, mm -hmm. which I can. I, I think, I don't know why, but somehow that's less disgusting to me than drinking olive juice. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know. I, I'm assuming olive juice is a sort of similar idea to pickle juice. Totally, um, but it's different. It's, it's done it's to solid. preserve. Yeah, and I don't like pickles either. Um, like honestly, if there was a pickle in a burger, um. Do you pickle it out? I will take it out, and I will basically Pick scrape. It I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, I will yeah, scrape yeah. away the bits that it was touching because Jesus the, Christ, the, the flavor of of the pickle. Because when I go to if you go to America, you actually have to say no pickle because they just assume mm -hmm. everyone loves pickles. And now and then I would forget and had to take them out. But even then, all I could taste—I don't know if it's just something that really doesn't work with my mouth—but pickle flavor, man. Yeah, I mean, um, something something definitely doesn't work with your mouth because you like salt and vinegar and milk. That's weirdo. true. Well, something doesn't um, work with your mouth because here's my Andy world problem. That's world problem. The fact that you say etc. when it's etc. It's E-T-C, Pete, not E-C-T. Yeah, I know. So it's why just, do you say etc.? I don't know. Also, just, wrestling fans, why do you all say goddamn so much? I don't know. It's goddamn ever, weird. If you've, if you've ever watched a Adam Blompier video, every other word is goddamn. Yeah, I know. Watch, it, watch another one it's, now. It's a good evocative word. That's what it is. No, it's anyway, blasphemy, Pete. I won't accept it. We're overrunning on this podcast, so we're going to have to get out of here now. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we've got Backlash tomorrow, the greatest show, etc. It's going to be a review of that on Monday for sure. And live reactions, Luke and Laurie are doing them uh, for Backlash as well. And then we're in back to normal content after that with Roar and NXT AEW Smackdown etc thank you very much for listening everyone I love you all 
Goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.